When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. McHappy Day is today. $2 from every Big Mac sold will go towards Ronald McDonald House Charities. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler, Brooke Hansen, and Jason Matthews on SEN. Yeah, hello and welcome to it as we come to you live from McDonald's in Harbortown for this special edition of Sports Day. Of course, today, as you heard, it is McHappy Day 2023 and I feel like it was 12 months ago. We were here. Brooke Hanson, how are you? I am great, thank you. This is so exciting, the energy here at Harbortown, McDonald's. I think Sats has lined up to get us some Big Macs. He's and... just walked in and said, are we on? <laughs> how would you like? You'd love to be just a grand final hero when you just walk around doing whatever you like. Scotty Sattler, finally, welcome to McHappy Day. How good is it having a Big Mac this early? Oh, for Actually, breakfast. it's not that early, is it? It's 11 yeah. o'clock. Yeah. You know, it's it's lunchtime somewhere in the world. Exactly. Well, actually, in Sydney. Gherkins or no gherkins? <laughs> oh, plenty of yeah. gherkins. Yeah, double, double the gherkins. Do you know what? I, and it's been good advertising by McDonald's as well for McHappy Day on some of the big screens around Queensland that's had uh, gherkins or no gherkins on your Big Mac this Saturday. Yeah, um, you've got to have them. As a kid, couldn't stand them. As I got, become an adult, love them. Yeah, I'm yeah. The, yeah, I'm the same. Totally the same. But we're right next to the kids' playground. I've Isn't just... that going to be oh. fun by the time we get off here at 1 o'clock, <laughs> Queensland? Well, I just saw one of the kids. He goes, I've eaten a Big Mac for the first time in my life. And wow. I'm, I'm helping sick kids. I was like, that's so wonderful. That so, is yeah. nice. And then the Brooke whole only likes to be here because she can see her daughter, making sure she's not picking on any other kids. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. Look out. And you've, got, you've brought one of your boys uh, here today. He's got a... He's, he's only got one shoe on. Did you dress him badly this morning? No, he, you said, oh, he lost a shoe. Said, and he said, no, I found one. <laughs> yeah, he's had an injury in the touch football grand final last night. And, of course, he's a proud Manly Seagulls supporter. So he's wearing his Manly hey, T-shirt. Horrible T-shirt. I just looked, went up to his iPad. Um, and in some cases, you know, one of the best babysitters of all time, the iPad, isn't it? Absolutely. And I looked over to see what he was watching. But he's actually reading... A comic book. And I said, do you say comic? I didn't realise you could read comic books on... What is it? Like, electronically now. What is it? Spider-Man? I used to watch... I used to read uh, Asterix. Remember Asterix? Oh, Felix. Was that... Yeah, was it Felix? The, the, the medieval... Yeah. Yeah. And the little... What was the little dog's name? I don't know. Listeners, help us out. 0457 736 736. I used to read those too. Yeah. I love them. Asterix, yeah. So, he's reading comic books. Good on you. What comic book are you reading? Um... Wings of Fire. Oh, yes. Uh, what's that? It's an adult version. Uh, <laughs> Is it? Brooks Brooke, put in what are your kids getting into, for God's sake? Oh, look, he's getting his, his meal delivered to him <laughs> by Rebecca Sattler. She's mm. just walking around... What is that, Sats? Is that the world? That's not mine. That is my, that is my coffee. Is that a baby chino? <laughs> I'm not having a baby chino. What is that? That would be a McCafe double espresso for me. Mate, you're going to be flying. I you'll will. Be, you'll will. be in that play gym in just a minute. <laughs> hey, welcome to our listeners through 1170 SEN in Sydney, uh, SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane and 1620 on the Gold Coast. Uh, great to have you on board, particularly our listeners on the SEN app and and uh, no doubt this will be podcasted out later. It's great to be here. You know, in 2022, last year, Maccas 
raised $4.8 million mm. for Ronald McDonald House Charities in Australia. Now, my, my uh, Ranger twins uh, work here, and they've got a bit of a Barbie theme going on uh, today at Macca's Harbour Town. Now, for those listeners in Sydney, if you've been to the Goldie, no doubt your miso has dragged you along to Harbour Town yep. Outlet Shopping. So, mm-hmm. you know where the Macca's is we're talking about. It's probably one of the most... Iconic oh, Maccas yeah. in Australia. Apart from one at Service Paradise at, you know, Caval Ave, right yep. down the end overlooking the beach. Where the schoolies are just... Oh. oh could you imagine? They'd be frothing the, at the moment. But is that on this... Does that start this weekend or yeah, next weekend? Starts, no, now. It starts today. It oh, does it? night today. Oh, yeah. they'll be, they'll be yeah. flogging that McDonald's to yeah. death at 1am <laughs> tomorrow morning, those schoolies. Uh, yeah, so this is a, a very well-known Maccas. And if you're in the area, we'd love you to come down and say g'day to us. We're here till 1 o'clock uh, Eastern time today. Um, when you think about McHappy Day, um, what it's about, and, and you know, we'll have some fun with it, and you know, I'll smash 12 max. There's no problem with that. But I will tell you one thing. When a child is di- diagnosed with a serious illness, it impacts the whole family. Brooke, you know about this, and if it's okay with you, I'd love you to share your story again today at some stage. Lives can be turned upside down, as, as you know, and that's why Ronald McDonald House Charities provide a range of programs to help families stay together. And, and close to the care that they need. And we're going to talk to a family that travels from Mackay uh, in the next hour. And if it wasn't for Ronald McDonald House Charities, they'd have nowhere to stay whilst their daughter, uh, baby daughter, gets support and, and, and the help that she needs. So um, there is a serious side to it today. So all you have to do is, is, is buy a Big Mac, two bucks from every Big Mac, goes to um, Ronald McDonald Silly House Socks. Charities. The, the, silly, yeah, the silly socks for those. are great. I'm uh, loving them. And good quality as well. I don't find my feet sweats in those like the ones <laughs> I get for Christmas from the missus mm. and the kids. So <laughs> clearly these are good quality. Two $10 or $50 helping hands you can buy. And you'll be asked when you go to a Macca's today, would you like to donate and get a helping hand? Uh, $0.10 cents from every 600ml bottle of water sold goes to the charity as well. And as I said, 2 bucks from every Big Mac. So um, ditch in and help, eh? It's good charity. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's the, I think that's probably the most impressive thing about the Ronald McDonald House. Um, and it, it took a long time to educate people about what the Ronald McDonald House was because first and foremost, I think naturally, well, I did originally, I just think, oh, it's great, it's helping sick kids, it's great. But until you got older and a little bit more mature and then you meet some families that have actually gone through it and told their stories about, especially for the regional, the regional families where they've been able to come in and and not have to, one, go and look for a motel near the hospital, which can become very costly. And pay for it. Yeah. yeah. Or trying to sleep in a some sort of chair next to the bed in a hospital, not so comfortable, and, and you've got to try and be um, as healthy as you can to be able to look after your, your family. But to be able to provide the, the accommodation, the assistance, the meals, whatever it may be, to keep the family together, that's, I think, the most impressive part about it all. Yeah, and, and it goes beyond just the the house where those regional families can stay. It's also the Ronald McDonald rooms within the hospital. And I'm going to touch on my story and how how they really helped me through a difficult time in my own life. When I was in the hospital with my sick son for, for almost a year and there was a almost Ronald a McDonald year. room for those, I guess, city dwellers like my husband and myself that we could go to a room, sit on a recliner, have a cup of tea, Someone would give you a biscuit and there was a, a, like a, just a space away from the hospital bedside where you could just catch up 40 hours, like, like I guess 40 winks and you could lay there, sleep, 
have a cup of tea, relax, and then if you needed to cry, you could. And it's all by volunteers just supporting you and just feeling like you're really, yeah, supported and loved mm. at, a, at a really difficult time when your kids are in hospital and they're sick. Yeah, and they understand the situation you're in. Yep. You know, there's you, you, if they didn't have that, where do you go? You know, and... and I guess, too, for, for regional families that travel to uh, Ronald McDonald houses around Australia while the kids are getting treatment, it just takes that one level of stress off them. They don't have to worry about not, not, not only affording, but, fi- as you said, Sats, finding something. So that stress is taken away from them, and they can just put all their focus into their child. Yeah, definitely. You know, and, and no doubt that helped that helped you. Not the accommodation side, but that room you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. the room definitely helped help me and it and gave me privacy as well. So I could go and, you know, have a have a cry and have a cuppa and really reflect on my day, get the energy that I needed to then go back to my sick child and, and that room was so important to me. So it is the Ronald McDonald house, it is the Ronald McDonald rooms. If you're in your car today and thinking about going through drive through, definitely support me happy day. I've got a mate of mine who's suffering. He he um What's this muscle cord here, Sats? I don't have one. The bicep? Bicep. He tore his bicep off his arm. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's having a good cry at the moment. But, Ouch. oh, look at you flexing. No, that's it. That's no, the is, hole. He, is he not flexing, yeah, Brooke? Flexing that's the hole, little Luke. I can't like, flex it because I've ruptured it. <laughs> Brooke's got bigger <laughs> biceps than you. I, I, mine are upside down. Mine are, mine are below. But, I, Brooke, show us your biceps. No. Are we allowed to do that? Don't let him, don't, no. don't let it, him do this, it. Look at those guns. This is Des and this is Troy. Uh, <laughs> and you know, if you put them together, uh, what yeah, do they there you do? Go. They destroy. Um, <laughs> so he's ripped, um, he's ripped his bicep. But he'll still be good for three or four max today, which is good. You know so. what I like about it also? <laughs> what I like about it also is that, and they've had to change the format over the years, of course. It was all about Big Mac, Big Mac, Big Mac. And there's some people out there that, oh, I, I want to support it, but I, I don't usually, would, I wouldn't usually eat a Big Mac. Yeah. But the other options with the water, the socks, the yeah. happy hands, yeah. So it's, uh, they've got all the bases covered. And if you do come through Harbour Town today and you do buy a Mac and you, you know, you're not a Mac eater, well, I'm here. Let's not muck around about it. Andrew McCulloch, <laughs> yeah. Brisbane Broncos former oh. hooker and Queensland hooker. He texted me this morning and said, can you just keep an eye on Jason? Keep an eye on him. Fair income. There's a fair chance he could put on three and a half kilos today. <laughs> That's not nice, is it? I'm not putting on any kilos today, but I, I am here. I bought my Olympic gold and silver medals. If oh, did you? wants to pop in and have a photo. I haven't even seen them. Oh, well, you might <laughs> Can wanna... I have a look, please? <laughs> you might want to have a selfie with my medals. Um, can we get a, a bit of a sports update from overnight? Um, mm-hmm. What about the F1 in Vegas? Like, there's so much hype around it um, from the outside world. We get eight minutes into the first practice session um, yesterday. This is the most expensive F1 that's One billion dollars. ever been <laughs> I sound like Dr. Evil, don't I? <laughs> yeah. Uh, how much, like, one million doesn't mean anything. They have to remake that movie. Yeah. But one billion dollars spent on this Vegas return. It's been 40 years since we've had an F1 in Vegas, guys. Yep. So, and remember, Alan Jones, not the broadcaster, but the racing car driver, he won the ever first, first ever Vegas Grand Prix, all right? And it was around a car park at Caesars Palace. <laughs> so it's completely changed now. It's on the streets of Vegas. We're eight minutes into the first practice session i shouldn't laugh but disaster struck when the concrete framing for a, a water valve cracked badly damaging two cars that drove over it it's basically written off the ferrari now that's they're a million dollar car mm. so they had to stop they then had 
that, so that was cancelled after eight minutes. Second practice session, they come out, they race. Didn't finish till 4.30 in the morning. So I don't know if you know, book the race itself is going to be 10 p.m. Vegas time, Saturday night, right? Good for us, because it's on at 5 o'clock in the Arvo, right? Yep. They finished the second practice session at 4.30 in the morning. No crowd, because for operational reasons, they had to kick everyone out at 1.30 in the morning. So it <laughs> reminds them of COVID. It's an absolute disaster, this mm. thing. What, what, what happened with the manhole? Yeah, tell us about that. So the, just, ma- the, the, the concrete structure around it must have cracked as the cars were going over the top of it. And, and you, got a car, a, you, got, you got a car hitting that at 300k an hour. Lucky it didn't kill anyone. Yeah. It's been a success. So, <laughs> well done. <laughs> well done. Yeah, but I tell you what it was, has written off a Ferrari in the meantime. I tell you what was uh, great is because they had that uh, F1 Drive to Survive documentary and we spoke about this during the week and also Full Swing, which is the Netflix golfing documentary. They followed both of the, the PGA Tour and the F1s. They're both outstanding. Even if you don't follow those sports, it's a really good insight into the athletes. Have you seen those, Brooke? I have not seen Amazing. them. Amazing. Oh, you've got to watch TV. You don't, you don't strike me as a person who watches TV much. I do watch TV, thank you. You've got to watch these docos. Yeah, they're really Amazing. good. Really, really good. And anyway, they had a Netflix, Netflix Cup during the week, which is played at a golf course in Vegas. And the golf course basically wraps around the exterior of the new sphere that's in, that's in Vegas. Unbelievable. It's, and it's... Aesthetically, to look at it, it is unbelievable. This thing, so it's um, you know, Vegas are always trying to find a way to be unique, and they're definitely doing it again this week. Are you guys heading over there for the for rugby the, league? Yeah, don't know yet. No, you should see them, it's it's ridiculous <laughs> at work. I'm no chance, right? And what? I'm anti Vegas, I'm anti Vegas rugby league, I don't like it. Oh. I think it's a waste can of time I take and your money. Spot? I'm happy to no, go. no, I'm not getting a spot, so I'm <laughs> rubbishing it as much as yeah, I can, yeah, right? Yeah. For personal reasons, not professional. It's probably great for the game. I don't know, but you should see this bloke and all the guys who call rugby league for SEN. They're like, they're trying to manoeuvre. They're buying the bosses gifts. They're doing all this sort of stuff, <laughs> and they're all, they're all. I'm getting text messages from Matt Rogers going, "I want to go to Vegas." Rat, you work two days a week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And he has about 10 weeks in your league. Ask the other boss you work the other five days for. <laughs> yeah. Who's, oh, that's him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Isn't the issue at the moment them trying to find some, some actual grass for them to train on in the build-up to, to the game? Because Vegas is all just dirt. Artificial and dirt. Um, yeah. Well, the, 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 three, the four teams that are playing over there, some are ba- I think three of them are basing themselves, or two of them are basing themselves in L.A., Yep. Which is about what three and a bit hours yep. drive to Vegas, so they're ba- and they're going to be they've they've um, partnered up with university or like colleges or NFL teams. Like the the Broncos, I think, are doing Denver Broncos. They're going with the Denver Broncos and, and training with them. Uh, one of the teams is basing themselves in Vegas, and the field itself. I was a little bit concerned about the field not being the grass that we play on, but apparently they just slide one surface out and they just automatically slide another surface in, which is grass. Yeah. But the field is not the regular length and not the regular width of a rugby yep. league field. So. so the grass will be okay. It's not going to injure them. Get... We don't know yet. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, well, so it's unpredictable. The game is unpredictable within itself. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, like there it. is a lot of people going. There's mm. a, yeah, well, there's they... people going that live in America. Like, I've got my brother. He lives in New York with his wife. They're booked. They're going. I've got my brother here going right. I'm taking my wife. There's, I've got blokes at the surf club that are they're just going on the on the boys trip. I was listening to Jason and Travis Kelsey, who are superstars in the NFL. Oh, Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Taylor Swift's yeah, boyfriend, yeah, Travis yeah. Kelsey. Yeah, 
Um, and they've got the number one podcast in America called New Heights. And they were talking about it the other day. And admittedly, they were calling it rugby, which a lot of the, the uh, NFL people do. Yeah. But even they are frothing for it. They're saying, I, I can't wait to get there and watch this game. So if, if guys like that are, are, spr- are spruiking it, I mean, it'll, it'll gain traction from people who probably never go to another game again. But, and you keep using it. The content that the NRL will get out of this, oh, yeah, it's, it'll be, it'll it'll be, be gold. massive. Hey, really quickly, um, the, the, the dog yeah. in, in Asterix. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've got one of the texts here. It was uh, from Walnuts. It says Obelix. It was too. Asterix and Obelix was the dog. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Well done. Thanks for that. Hmm. Um, yeah, so that, that, that rugby league game in Vegas, that's, that will be huge. 15,000 Aussies are going over for, for that game, guys. So there'll be a few Aussies there. By the way, practice session three for the F1 in Las Vegas is 2.30, the Savo Australian Eastern Standard Time. Uh, it's on KO. Now, Steve, our tech head, yeah. has just, he just whispered in my ear. He said, now, Obelix is the big guy. Yes. Yeah. And Dogmatics? Dogmatics was the dog. And Asterix was the kid, wasn't he? Felix. Oh. Asterix was just another character. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, mm. Steve, for that. Uh, WBBL action overnight. Hobart Hurricanes beat the Melbourne Stars. Stars made 121. Hurricanes did it easy, chasing down two for 122. Brisbane Heat lost. Uh, a close one to the Renegades last night. They were chasing down seven for 169. They filled two runs short. Ending up nine for 167. Grace Harris. How good is Grace Harris? Have you seen much of her, Brooke? She is a gun and she sounds like a brickies labourer. She <laughs> is unbelievable. Uh, she, she hit 65 off 36 balls, but it wasn't quite enough to get over the line. Two Sydney teams in action today as the Thunder take on the Scorchers. And the Sixers are up against the Strikers. One of the games is Olympic Park and the other one's at North Sydney. Why couldn't they just combine the two? Mm, we, had, we had two games last night at Allen Borderfield. Involving- North, I've got to say, North Sydney Oval, uh, when you watch any of the w, w, um, BBL on TV, it is, it's still one of the great grounds. Yeah. yeah. Well, we had a doubleheader last night at Allen Borderfield, and there's a great crowd in attendance mm. for that game. So I'd love to see more doubleheaders particularly in the, in the WBBL, yes. Hey, can I ask a question to our listeners, our rugby league listeners? Um, if you're a Tigers fan or a Melbourne Storm fan, what are your thoughts about this latest potential trade between Justin Ollum going from the Melbourne Storm to the West Tigers in a transfer, Sean Bloor, who is a really good forward, young forward for the Tigers, looks like being uh, it's transfer to Melbourne in exchange. Shane Bloor, sorry, Bloor Sean for, Bloor. Sean Bloor for, for who? Justin Ollum. I think Tigers, I mean, Sean Bloor's a really, really good player. They both get a really good deal here. But um, I think the Tigers might, might possibly get just by it's, a fraction. Why, why, why has Ollum fallen out of favour at the They think he's storm. lost his hunger. Really? Yeah. Because he spent a bit of time playing for the Falcons, didn't he? Did, he did, yeah. They towards think he's the lost, back end of the They season. think he's lost a little bit of hunger. Yeah. They're concerned about his, not his commitment, would that be and good? you'd see it in any, in any sport, Brooke. Yeah, there's some people, they don't lose the commitment. They'll turn up every day and they'll do everything they need to. But have they lost that, just that little bit of hunger? Just that, I don't know, just... Yeah, the, yeah that urgency, the hunger, the, that grit and determination yeah. to... Yeah, you can show up every day, but you consistently want to improve and get better. Or there's, you can just show up every day and exist and go through the motions. There's a big difference between... Wayne Bennett talks about it a lot in one of his books. He talks about there's a difference between the involved and the committed... 
yep. the involved are people who do nothing wrong, but they're just there as part of the numbers. And I'm not saying Justin Ollum is, but and then, then there's the committed who's willing to go above and beyond and do everything extra they need to to help them and their teammates. And maybe Justin's just got to that. Maybe a change is really good for him. So you think the change might get that desire and hunger back? Maybe, yeah. Maybe he goes in as a, as a premiership winning senior player. And, and, you know, there's a lot of... I've seen a lot of talk, actually, over the last few weeks from people who say, oh, it's hard to go from a club that wins, wins a comp and then goes to a club that's only used to winning four or five games. It's hard to take. But there are some athletes that love to go in, into those, um, those landscapes, those environments, and they love to take the ownership on to be the reason why that club changes their values for the good and actually leave a really lasting legacy at a club. Uh, a bit like Cooper Cronk did. Mm. Like the, I know the Roosters had been playing finals and they won a comp in 2013, but all of a sudden, yeah, yeah Sonny Bill came to the, the club and changed a few things. They win a comp in 13. Then Cooper goes there and changes a lot of things with the players' mindsets, the way they prepare, the Team way they... culture. Yeah, and they go back-to-back premierships. So maybe, you know, maybe uh, Jerome Luai going to the West Tigers, he's got that mindset. I'm going to be paid a crap load of money, but I'm also a really good trainer, I'm a good person, and I'm going to change the, the values and the landscape of the club. Yep. Maybe Justin Olms at that stage of his career that could do the same. Change is as good as a holiday, yeah. As, yeah. Uh, even as an elite athlete. A well-paid holiday too, <laughs> uh, will I add with that. All right, what do you think, listeners? Uh, 0457-736-736. We've got to go to a break. Uh, as I say, we're live from Macca's Harbour Town for McHappy Day 2023. $2 from every Big Mac sold will go towards Ronald McDonald House Charities. If you're in Sydney or Queensland listening to the show right now, We'd love to hear from you, 0457 736 736. Are you supporting this today? Uh, just before we get to the break, crime scene, one of it, part of our whack pack. Yes. Crime scene. He said, you corrected yourself on do- dogmatics before how I had two sats. So Steve's helped us out there. That's the nicest text crime oh, scene's ever said. Exactly. <laughs> it's a crime scene. Like, so we've got to explain to you, right? We've got a whack pack. Yep. Uh, for our for sports day every night, so mm. we we put all of our listeners into certain we categorise them. Okay. Yeah. So we have the, the true whack packers, like the ones who are nuts, basically. Yeah. Right. So they're in one category. We've got we've established we have eight female listeners mm. to our show, right? That are public. That they've made eight. themselves they've, public. And, yeah. And, yeah, they've admitted. <laughs> yeah. Right. So two of them journalists, which it ruined their credibility. Uh, so they're in. We, we still haven't come up with a name with them. One of them uh, well, we've got Glenn, fi- Glenn, final legs. It's fine legs. Fine legs. Fine legs. Sorry. So it's a cricket. Which fine was made leg. up by a yeah. female, not us. Which yeah. was made up by sexist. one of said journals. Yeah. Yes. that nickname. We've got Glenn's Angels. Because Glenn's the chairman of the Whack Pack, mm. right? <laughs> he rings us every night drunk, right? So, <laughs> and he has these mystery girlfriends that disappear. Yeah. So we don't know what's going on. Should yeah. we be talking about this at McAppy Day? Check, <laughs> check under the pool. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, uh, we'll get to that. Uh, we'll talk more about our Whack Pack real soon. <laughs> Uh, we've also got a very special guest with us today from the Titans NRLW team. She'll be joining shortly. Uh, Jessica Elliston. She's just re-signed. She's a, a absolutely. Gun. Her just and Shannon Mato, the two front rows from the Titans, just missed out on the premiership this year. She, oh, she had a great season, yeah. though. Oh, didn't she what? She's Hence the, the new contract. And she was uh, rewarded with a Gillaroos jersey as well. And she well. hasn't got a nickname yet. No. Guess, guess what a nickname is? What? Jess. Did you have a nickname in Australian... Swim team? Yeah, Chook or Chooka, Chooky. Yeah, there you go. Chook, yeah, I like me. it. You see? Mm. Can you help her? Yeah, I'll help her. Our That's listeners fine. will help, won't mm. they? 0457 736 736. We need a nickname for Jessica Elliston. 
from the NRLW. That's shortly. But we'll preview the World Cup one-day uh, final, which is coming up tomorrow night. You've got Australia taking on India. We'll get to that next. This is a special edition of Sports Day. It's Mac Happy Day, and the team from Sports Day are living the dream from Macca's Harbour Town on the GC. Dig deep and come and say hi, right here on SEM. Two to win, Cummins with a short ball, guides it away, three points to the boundary. The captain with the winning runs. A nervy chase for Australia, successfully navigated, and off to another World Cup final. It's a further haunting night for South Africa at the hands of Australia. But the 2023 World Cup final will be a heavyweight encounter as Australia books its place alongside India. The victory margin is three wickets. And it's the captain who does the honours. Yeah, great win by Australia. Just against South Africa in the semi-finals of the ICC ODI World Cup um, semis. Final tomorrow night. We're taking on the undefeated India. Do we expect any changes from the Australian team? I don't. I think our fast bowlers finally got, got it going. What time is it tomorrow morning Australian time? So New South Wales time... No, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, so sorry. So Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Uh, our coverage on SCN starts at 7. Yep. First ball bowled at 7.30. Okay. So go. take an hour off Queenslanders and mm. that'll get you the time. Mate, I, I, thought, the, I thought Stark, and, and we said this on Sports Day on Thursday night, Stark fired up from getting dropped or rest, officially rested. You can't keep saying dropped because you don't know officially that he was dropped. I do know. How do you know? Brooke knows I know. <laughs> she knows I know because I am the fourth most credible cricket journalist in Australia. Mm. I thought we did enough to win, obviously, and that was through those those first sort of ten overs, where Stark and Hazelwood they moved the ball beautifully, and bowled with some pace. Yeah, and, and got rid of those two dangers, um, uh, Bavuma and also Decock, really yeah. early, which we needed to do. But in saying that, um, we silly silly quote, but you've got silly. Um, comment, but you've got to be at your best to beat India, especially at home, because I don't think we were still as convincing. Did you catch any of it? Have you been watching much of the World Cup? Yeah, what? I have been, and I, what I loved about it was just that beginning. So, when you, when you can get out there with Warner and Head, and you can just, right, let's, let's get out there and go for it, and give the team some confidence. So, yeah. those guys leading them in, I think Cummings captained it really well, St you know, Stark again was brilliant, but... Yeah. Yeah, probably. Oh, you want to take, yeah, you want to take confidence. I don't think they're going to change that team up much. No, I don't and think they will at all. You need to take confidence from the the great stuff that happened in that game, but it's going to be it'll be a bit it's going to be a tough ask. Eight on the trot for the Aussies. Uh, India undefeated in the tournament. They did beat us earlier on in the tournament when we were struggling, and we hadn't won a game. They beat us by six wickets. But this is a different Australian cricket team now. I tell you one thing: India have not had done to them at any stage in this World Cup. They have never had pressure put on them in the first 15 overs. Because they don't allow themselves to. And They break the game open in the absolutely. first 15 overs. This is why uh, a fired up Stark and Hazelwood, we need them to knock those the, the openers and get to Coley early. Yeah, mm. Got to get to Coley early. This guy has scored over 700 runs. Can you believe this? Over 700 runs so far in this tournament. He's killing it. 
He is the best batsman in the world by a mile. He's broken Sachin Tendulkar's record of 50 uh, ODI centuries. And his hero was David Beckham. His hero is David Beckham. <laughs> well, David Beckham's also my wife's hero now. Yeah. After watching that documentary oh, on Netflix. Documentary. You see, there's yes, another woman, say, lady saying hey, this. Hey, so yeah, this, my future socceroo over here in the manly uh, top, he's only 10, but gosh, he loved that Beckham documentary. He wants my, to be Beckham. My missus hates sport. But, oh, God, how good was that David Beckham? Like, <laughs> and she goes, oh, and she just loves guys with tattoos on the neck yeah. who rock cardigans yeah. now, apparently. <laughs> like, you know, that's... Other people call them turtlenecks. Yeah, but, anyway. um, right. but in saying that, you know, I, I still feel as though that, um, Trav, it would be interesting to see the two number three, you know, the two first three batters for both, for both, because I think Head and Warner, have, well, especially Warner's been outstanding in this tournament. Yeah. Um, our fielding, as we're saying during the week, our fielding was outstanding the other night, and yep. what Australia's been renowned for for you know, over 35 years, um, and it has to be at its absolute best to to even I think bring us within arm's reach of this Indian side. Because I thought Ian Smith, when we interviewed him the other night, he said two really pertinent things. The first one was, I think the Glenn Maxwell 200 glossed over a lot of cracks yeah. that are possibly in this Australian side at the moment. But the next thing he says is, the one thing I do know about Australia is that they know how to win World Cups. And that's right in cricket. They do. They know how to win World Cups. So, um, but, but you, both of you, as professional athletes, have struggled at some stage. And, but you've still found a way to finish, win, do whatever you need to do. That's what the Aussies have done. We have, you can't sit back and say, geez, we've had a great World Cup campaign. Not like India. Depends on the sport, I think. Because if you... If you stumble into a final of something or a grand final, let's say a swimming final for you know um, for an Olympics or a Commonwealth game, um, sometimes you don't have enough time to rectify the small differences, maybe in a stroke, yep. whatever it may be. Whereas in rugby league, for example, if if you stumble into a grand final and you just get wins and you win ugly, you've got a whole week to sort of work yeah. on some things. Where these guys. Maybe this is a little bit more like rugby league as opposed to, say, swimming, where the, those subtle changes they need to make is enough in three days. Um, because coming, to, coming into finals like this, it's, you know how to play the game. You know how to swim. You know how to play rugby league. You know how to play cricket. A lot of it's between the ears. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. the full mindset. But they would have taken so much confidence from that win the other night. And I, I, no matter what final, no matter what sport, be all in. Be fully committed, belief, confidence—it's all there. Mm. And they just—they've just got to go out there and, like you said, do what they do best. They know they're the best cricketers in the country. Just go and do it. Be all in. Well, the best thing about that game the other night was Maxi and Marsh both missed out with the bat, and they've been devastating with the bat. Travis Head all of a sudden is a frontline bowler. How good was that? Yep. He, one of the straightest deliveries, deliveries no. you'll ever see in world cricket gets a crucial wicket. It was wicket. a dud delivery. It was the worst. <laughs> and the batter asked, overthought it. Yeah, I know. He overthought got, it. He played for the spin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it went straight on and bowled him. So Travis Head's in good form. He's come back from that broken hand. Um, Australia and India have faced... I'm going to give you some crap stats here, guys. Yep. Uh, India and Australia faced off 13 times at an IDO World Cup with the Aussies winning eight. India five, so we've got mm -hmm. the wood on them. Yeah. Even though we did lose early on the World Cup to them, we actually beat them in the warm-up games in India, coming into that. Um, so 
we've got good history against India, and I have no doubt the one team India did not want to play in the World Cup final is Australia. Australia. I think so because I think it's fair to say both uh, both teams, if if Kohli fails for some reason with the bat, there's three or four others that could could get a quick sixty to hundred. Uh, for Australia, it's exactly the same. Yep. If um, if Travis Head fails, there's David Warner, Steve Smith, there's Mitch Marsh, there's Glenn Maxwell. So yep. uh, both have the same amount of power. When it, lo- when it looks when it looks to um, when it looks to bowling, I feel as though on paper Australia have the best bat- bowling lineup, but I think the Indian bowlers have been far more effective. You know, the one person we've got to be careful of is Jadeja. Hmm. Everyone, obviously Coley with the bat, but Jadeja with the ball just has, has a wonderful time against the Aussies. Mm. And we struggle with spin. So, and let's hope the, the, they don't switch up pitches uh, after the toss, basically. Uh, no, well, that didn't happen. But I can't, they switched up pitches the other night to suit the Indians. Let's hope that doesn't happen again. And what about the final in front of 130,000 people? That would be oh, no. epic. How like, good. That, that's it's, crazy, right? It's 40,000 people more... Then, then the when MCG we get at the, oh, well, let's say thirty thousand more than we get at the MCG, like that is mind blowing. That is so Big, intimidating. Biggest crowd at an opening ceremony you walked out in front of. Would that be Sydney? Well, Sydney would have been about one hundred and fifteen, one hundred and twenty. Yeah, it's nowhere near one hundred and thirty thousand. No, one hundred and thirty thousand at a cricket game. So, all the, going for, for for India. Well, the Olympics, yeah. the, the with Olympic. a couple of Aussies, like a couple of pockets yeah. in the crowd. I remember <laughs> being in the US and the whole crowd going USA, and I was saying to my teammates to the relay, AUS, AUS. I'm like, you've got to turn it around. Well, they'll just and the cricketers. It's all about mindset. They'll just mindset, spelling it believe. wrong. They're spelling it wrongly, <laughs> weren't they? <laughs> They're dyslexic, oh, the American crowd. What a crowd, crowd. though. That'll, yeah. It's going to be great. You can catch every ball live on SEN and the SEN app. Coverage starts from 6pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. An hour later, if you're in Sydney, of course. And, of course, our team is headed up by Jared Waitley and Damien Fleming. We spoke to Damien Fleming the other night. This, this campaign just mirrors the 1999 campaign uh, where we beat South Africa just in the semi-final, we limped into that, and we went on to beat pa- uh, Pakistan in the final. Can history repeat itself? Isn't it amazing, amazing South Africa have never won a? They've never made the final. World, yeah, never won a cricket World Cup. It's amazing, isn't they've it? They've won a lot of things. They're mm. a very proud nation, but they've never made a final of yeah. a cricket World Cup yep. in 50-over format. Right, yeah, break time. We are coming to you live. This is a very special. Sports Day coming to you live from Maccas at Harbour Town on the Goldie as we celebrate McHappy Day with $2 from every Big Mac sold going to Ronald McDonald House Charities. Break time. Got, so our next guest, okay? Yes. So you're gonna, She's it, sitting behind the rubbish bin over there. So, so Jessica Ellison, okay, Yeah. she hasn't got a nickname. No. Oh, but, no, she has. It's Jess. Jess, but no. That's, one, that's lousy. One of our, one of our <laughs> listeners has come up for, with an official nickname for her. Okay. Oh, there you go. Job done. Yeah. Right. Job well, done. Let you know. We'll talk to Jess next. <laughs> yeah. Remember, she's a front rower, so I, take it easy on her, all right? Mm. She could take you down, Sats. Yep. Easy. <laughs> um, let's get to that next. This is a special edition of Sports Day. It's Mech Happy Day, and the team from Sports Day are living the dream from Macca's Harbour Town on the GC. Dig deep and come and say hi, right here on SEM. 
Welcome back to a special edition of Sports Day. Coming to you live from McDonald's at Harbour Town on the Gold Coast for McHappy Day. Brooke Hanson, Scotty Sattler and Jason Matthews. You've got to go soon, Sats, because yeah. you've got a birthday party to go to at the races today. Mm. What a tough life. Champagne. Champagne. You imagine you your little finger up. Scallops. I'll have gout by tomorrow morning. Oh, you'll be. Mate, your toe will be flamed up like there's no tomorrow. Uh, Brooke Hanson and I will hold the can with this lovely lady from the NRLW Titans team. Uh, Jessica Elliston is joining us now. G'day, Jess. Hello, hello. Now, you've been working the, the drive-through here at Macca's. Yep, working class girl out there. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did think I was going to be flipping burgers, and I was like, oh, jeez. But no, I was just out there and getting donations. Good girl, good girl. Now, um, we asked our listeners. Yes. So, Jess Ellison, of course, has been a great front row of the NRLW. Just missed out in a premiership this year. Sorry to bring it up, but it was a great well, effort by hurts. the girls. and. <laughs> Makes you even hungry for next year, but yeah. uh, both you and your front row partner just devastating this year. Congratulations on the new contract. Thank you. 2027. Yep. She said to us, I don't know what, they're, they're crazy for signing me for that long. Suckers. <laughs> yeah, suckers. No That's getting exciting. rid of me now. Yeah, exactly. Angela Roos. Angela Roos as well. Yes. So um, we asked our listeners, she hasn't got a nickname because I want to her. Well, she has. I want a profile. It's Jess. It's lame. Yeah. It is lame. Exactly. So, well, one of our, so Brendan has said, Maybe her nickname could be Polo because Kerry Packer's Polo property is called Elliston. I thought maybe bipolar, and I was like, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Could be Kerry. Although, a fun Pax. thing is I'm actually really good at giving nicknames, like really, really, really good at giving nicknames. Except for yourself. And they, yeah, nah, nothing. I've tried. I'm like, come on, what about like so Maddie gorgeous? Maddie, uh, I what? know. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah, so gorgeous. Just call it gorge. Gorgeous. 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 So Matty yep. Guy, one of your assistant coaches, premiership winner at the Melbourne Storm, says he her nickname should be Jesty because she's Jess, who's everyone's best friend. Bestie. No, he's trying to just me and him. He wants oh. us to be best friends, and I just keep saying no. I just mm. I can't deal with keep you. Keep your distance. Keep your Next distance. Is Go away, cousin. It's, I don't <laughs> want to deal with you. So he keeps pushing this Jesty thing, and I'm like, it's not happening. I get big girl sometimes. But oh, that's not nice. Did you have oh, any nicknames growing up? Oh. No. Nothing. Nothing. I'm like, what? Well, people are scared of her. She's a front <laughs> rower. Or no. In the NRL. Jeez. I do get big red, but I do have to let everyone know my hair's actually copper. It's not red. I've never heard of copper before. <laughs> Copper's copper, a nickname. Copper. copper. No, it's copper. big red has stick now, and I'm like, it's fine. It's copper, but it's fine. I've heard, like, I've heard strawberry blonde. No, copper's the new thing. Cowboy copper. It's like a... Cowboy hair. copper. Mm, it's a Cowboy. hairdressing thing. Cowboy. Cowboy. Yeah. Cowboy go. copper. And I'm loving all your ink. Do you have a favourite tattoo? Oh, I do have coffee. That is probably one of my <laughs> favourites. I do love my coffee. Um, me and my sister have a matching little tattoo, and it's a. I'm horrified of chickens. Like, I'm so scared of chickens. What? Yeah, I don't know what it is. I'm getting better, but I'm horrified. <laughs> I'm going to get you a chicken burger. Oh, no, <laughs> so I'll eat the out. chicken. Like, if there's a chicken there, I'll be like, yeah, this is your cousin. Like, no, but like, wow. I just don't do chickens. So, we've got little chickens with little hats and guns and boots go pew pew. So that's probably one of my favourite I love ones. the story. That's it. See, nicknames are just emerging everywhere here. What are some of the famous chickens around the world like that have played parts? Big in Bird. Movies or big, big Bird. Big Bird from <laughs> Hatton. There's what? no better than Big Bird. I love the reason. Oh. I remember we had Carl uh, and Ponger on the show one night and we, we spoke to him. He just got another tattoo that said made with love across the back of his neck. And um, I love all the meanings behind tattoos. Now he had... 
two champagne glasses touching together, which is which you can see it's quite prominent when yep. he plays. He said that was during COVID. Both he and Connor Watson were drinking a lot of wine, oh. and so basically it represented COVID. And I love the reasons behind. <laughs> so, I've, so there's one on here saying work to separate. Yeah, I get larks a lot. So. <laughs> I'm very like I take words and I'm like yep that is my new thing so it was off a song actually mm. and it's just like um, work to separate so do what others um, don't so like separate yourself from the pack so if someone's doing like you know the hundred sprint no no one's going to do hundred sprints ten sprints or something do 15 yep. so you're always trying to better you know someone else and so that's my sort of you know doing that. I love that. That's, nice. the, that's the one percenter as an athlete. Yeah. You're always, yeah, you want to go above and beyond what everyone thinking, else is do doing. I was thinking five. Uh, see, I've got the different five. mentality. So, yeah, you're so gonna, you're thinking you're if someone eats that. Let's half that. that. You do ten, I'll do five. five. You're I'm thinking if someone eats ten Big Macs today, <laughs> I'll do you'll 15. eat fifteen. Yeah, of course. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we right. found what your thing is. Oh, don't pick on the fat guy. Come on. That's not this. Hey, listen, we've got to go to a break. Can you stick around just for a little bit? Yeah, I can stick around. Is that right? Because we've got to keep talking to her. Yeah. We can't just let her go. I yeah. was listening to her being interviewed on Channel 9 the other night. I've got to say, great character. <laughs> really good character. Yeah. I think we found the right girl for Sports Day. Yeah. I'm thinking Fox or like if anyone wants to, you know, get me on there for Fox or SCN? Channel 9. SCN anyone? Radio. SCN, SCN Radio. SCN Radio. Yeah. yeah. Just so look at the logo behind <laughs> us. We yeah. work for a sports. I'll do a sign-off too. Sports <laughs> Entertainment Network. You do do there a sign-off. I could do a sign-off. All right. Well, let's save it. Let's save it. Let's save, save it. it. <laughs> uh, break time. This is Sports Day. Special <laughs> edition coming to you live from Maccas at Harbour Town on the Gold Coast. It is Mac Happy Day. Make sure you get involved and lend a hand. And let's raise some money. Back in a moment. It's Mac Happy Day. And the team from Sports Day are living the dream from Maccas Harbour Town on the GC. Dig deep and come and say hi. Right here on SEM. It's Mech Happy Day, and the team from Sports Day are living the dream from Macca's Harbour Town on the GC. Dig deep and come and say hi, right here on SEM. Yeah, welcome back to the show. We've got uh, Scotty Sattler is about to run off to the races. Brooke Hanson. Brooke Hanson's got her Olympic gold and silver medals here as well. Jess, you can have a look at those. I haven't even seen him yet. Oh. <laughs> so, I'm, I, I, I'm not getting them out until you finish your Big Mac. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just 15 Big Macs, is that what limit. you're saying? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and, of course, we've got uh, Jessica Elliston from the Gold Coast Titans, NRLW sign. I said to Jess during the ad break, I said, so, Jess, what do you do for a crush? She goes, what? Never heard that saying. Never heard that saying. She goes, I said, a job. She goes, and, so, and she says, oh, I just pay for my Botox and my, my false I eyelashes. I pay for them. Yeah, so. What, expensive. So, you used to be a hairdresser, and I can tell. Hair doctor, thank you very much. Oh, is that what it's called nowadays? <laughs> Hair, well, I've given myself that one and I'm, I'm sticking with it. I'm like, you know, had to go to trade, do it. Now, oh. one of our listeners, Cam, talking about the tattoos, remember he was, his miso dragged him along to Pilates. He oh, said, yes. blink twice if you don't want to go. No, hot, oh, Pilates. Yeah. Pilates. Oh, yoga, no. wasn't it? He says, I'm about to get a Pilates reformer tattoo across my chest. Oh, Cam. That can't be right, Cam. Don't do it. That's hard. Pilates is hard. I'm, it's sore. Do you do a lot? You'd have to do a lot of that, like yoga and stuff. For oh, I try not to. Yeah, but you do we've had to. Yeah. We do stretching, but like we're not very flexible. Mm. I'm like at the stage where I have to warm up, like really have to warm up before the warm up. I I'm hated like, stretching before playing. Oh. Hated it. Mm -mm. Just hated it. <laughs> mm. Tell us about when you fell in love with rugby league. I love hearing this, just the story <laughs> of where it all began. Well, I actually came from Union, and I. Um, 
yeah, I, I was like, okay, I'm playing Union and I live in Tweed. So Tweed started up a team and a couple of my mates were going to play. And <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll go to get more physical contact for sevens, all that stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. Signed up, played my first game. I hated it. I hated league. I was like, this is the most stupidest sport I've ever played coming from Union. And then kept playing and I was like, okay, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. And then... Um, yeah, I just fell in love with it. And then the opportunities just sort of rolled through and it was like, oh my goodness. Like, you know, I was playing sevens and like, it was just like, you're running on the field for seven minutes dying and you can't eat a hamburger. You can't, you know, no, you can't. But <laughs> well, you can. You can, but oh, you pay for it. Um, but then, yeah, no, league, I've just, I've absolutely loved it. And it's, um, you know, now I can call it like my second job. So it's awesome. Yeah, all that transition, like you can see it just oh. in your face. You're like, you light up, you're, sh you're, you're shining. You've got the so The roll the balls. I could, it took me so long to do the roll the ball. Like <laughs> I remember first couple of times I was doing like a squeeze ball or turn it around or something. Someone was going down, I'd go over them, and I'm like, oh, jeez. So um, that took me a while, but I got there. You know what I love about women's rugby league is that it's, it's a clean version of the men's game. Like, it's fast, it's physical, but there's no bloody wrestle. Do no. you practice that? Do you practice uh, wrestling? Um, or is that something that's kind I of just left not. out Please of the game? Please say no. Because I love the defensive side it's of the NRL. It's so good. See, I reckon we do do some, but I also think, like, with us, like, our whole thing is getting them on the ground, like, straight yeah. away. It is something that we've sort of tried to slow down and wrestle up top, but I think we're also used to grabbing, flicking them down. Like, I do a jiu-jitsu roll. Like, I put my leg... <laughs> if I, there's a big girl I'm not getting down, I'll put my leg over and flip them over my leg. And you could, I, I don't know why, but I'm, down you get. And that's sort of like, yeah, it's just this wrestle. Not really a wrestle, but, yeah, it's like, get them down. So, I just oh, love yeah. the natural skill. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, uh, it's, not, um, it's not predictable. But uh, talk about uh, another girl that came from rugby, plays for Canberra. You would have played against uh, Grace Kemp? Yes. And she's another copper... She's another uh, copper-coloured hair girl. Well, she's more yeah. red. Do you think she's more red? <laughs> okay. But she's, she's, an, she's another rugby girl who has come across yeah. and has, has fallen in love with the game as well. She's a natural redhead, so yeah. um, I'm actually fake. <laughs> but What is your natural colour? Am I allowed to ask that? Yeah, it's dark brown, but that's oh, boring. Okay. <laughs> I tried to go... <laughs> that's like, me. That's Brooke. <laughs> Brooke wow. is boring. Brooke that is is bo yeah, yeah. I've gone natural. So I'm in my 40s now and I've Stupid. gone... Yep, so... Sometimes I try to go back dark and yeah. we... Well, we lost every game in last oh, season. Oh, did you? And I oh. went dark, and so I was like, well, that's not happening again. Yeah. yeah. Back yeah. to the copper. That's the Back reason. to copper. Yeah. That's the reason why. Yeah. I was like, yeah. no, not happening again. What about Sats's natural uh, grey? Is he rocking sparkles, that? the natural sparkles. <laughs> we call yeah. them wisdom highlights, don't exactly. you? Yeah. That's I like what that. I call mine. I like wisdom that. highlights. But at least you still have the hair on your head. Yeah. There's a few guys walking around, you know. Like yeah. A bit. <laughs> and then what about the girls? Like, I've got my daughter over here, Matilda. She loves the Titans. She's got all the Titans jersey. Just got a face painted here at town McDonald Rebel Sport getting her some new footy butch footy and some of the weed they put yeah Titans they've oh, that was actually me that was, <laughs> I was just like I, I've had a call with you and I was like no, you were, no. so you so you helped my you fitted yes. my, my yeah, kids with footy boots yeah. I knew yeah. I seen you and I was like oh I was like, hello. There you go. So do you still work at Rebel? No, I don't no, know. No, no, don't need to anymore. Where, what do you no, do? I wish. What well, do you do for tox? I'm, my tox, what pays for my tox. Um, I'm actually a disability work supporter. Wow. Yep. Dis I think that's support worker? Support worker. Yep. Support worker, Great. yeah. But it doesn't, it's, it's so cool. It doesn't actually feel like a job, which is really crazy to say. I mean, the boys, absolutely, they test me. 
and they test my boundaries. I had one of the boys put his foot on my car up the roof and I was like, that's it, you're done. Um, but no, it's really cool. It's a really, really cool um, job and I absolutely love it. I only just recently started it um, and yeah, I absolutely love it. Um, oh, well, I'll miss you at Rebel, going down there and fitting the kids Look, out with all their footy boots. I'm going to miss my discount, that's for sure. <laughs> Paul from Wyndham is in yeah. you. You're going to get to that a little bit later on. Oh. But um, we've got here, Blue Mountains Rooster says, hey, guys and gals, Big Bird is a bit lame. Yeah. Chook with attitude. What about Foghorn Leghorn? Leghorn. <laughs> so You've you got to imagine me yelling, someone yelling it to me on the Foghorn. field. Foggy. Yeah. yeah. Something yeah. with a megaphone, mm. quite loud. I actually text your uh, assistant coach. Uh, Tell him Matty that he's Guy. annoying. I, he's... Want, I text him and said, listen, we've got Jess on the... Can you just give me some inside goss? But he's, he's, I'll tell you what, I'd rob a bank with him. He's given me nothing. Hey, for, for oh. Jess used to work at Rebel. Why don't we just go Rebel? Mm. Rebel. Oh, Rebel's a yeah. good nickname. Rebel. I could give a little, you know, looks like I'm a bag. Like, Badass. Yeah. But I'm mm. actually, I'm really, I'm an absolute sook. I can't do confrontation. I cry. So <laughs> I'm not really... A, I'm a front rower, rower and, and I'll do a tackle. I will do a tackle and be like... Oh, are you okay? Sorry. Or like, good tackle and I'm Who on the ground in the pretzel. Like, oh. <laughs> Tommy Turbo does that, doesn't he? Tommy Turbo. Oh. No, Jake. Oh, Jake. Jake Trebojevich says always says, oh, good tackle, mate. Yeah. Like, I will never. Really well or he'll hit someone and go, oh, you're all right. Yes. Yeah. I love Every my time. manly boys. Oh, oh they're so caring. Manly, yeah. All can't. right. <laughs> Listen, we didn't get your nickname. Uh, we'll work I'm on going, it. I'm going for time. Rebel. I like Rebel. Tox. Rebel with a cause. Toxy. <laughs> I like Foghorn Leghorn. Toxy. Anyway, I like Toxy. Or Copper. I or do get Jeff, though. Actually, Britt Raley Jeff. did give me one. I tried to do my signature. Yeah. And Jay Elliston, like, my handwriting, I have doctor writing. Like, I am not neat. It is just, I can't even read my own writing. And so I've tried to do a signature on, a, like, an imported jersey that was getting framed. And it came out as Jeff instead of Jay Elliston. And it, it's Jeff. perfect. Jeff is perfect. Jeff, Jeff was it. Is it. And it was wake like, up. Wake, wake up, up, Jeff. Wake up, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> That's and it. And so Jeff it was. I was like, okay, let's see how this oh, goes. I loved it. All right, Jeff Elliston, thank you uh, for joining us today on our special edition of Sports. Say thank you as well for getting involved in the Cappy Day. We've talked about it like... A lot of money and a lot of resources need for families, particularly who live in regional centres, who use Ronald McDonald House charities to, you know, for accommodation while they're supporting the kids getting treatment. Also, at Ronald McDonald Houses, special rooms and, and whatnot, and their support of families is magnificent. You're a part of it. Thank you. I loved it. I loved it. People be nice. Just saying. Don't who through the drive through please. Well, mate, my daughters work at this Macca's, and I yeah. think you met them before. And, oh, God, they cop it sometimes on drive-thru. Just yeah, go, oh, they, they probably deserve it, but... Yeah, they do. <laughs> they no, are. They're proper rangers. Be kind. I will never be mean to anyone in a drive-thru. <laughs> Not that I am, yeah. but I have been like, oh, my goodness, people smile. <laughs> so, yeah, the girls are doing an awesome job, and, yeah, they're getting side-eyed. I'm like, oh. Jess, Jeff Elliston from the Gold Coast Titans, NRLW side. Can we, You're an, can we do an NRLW show with her and her front row partner, Shannon Mato, Mato and we call it The Bookends? I, I don't think it'll ever end. The Bookends. I'll just talk for hours. Oh, yes. my God. We don't. We, we honestly, they have to cut us off sometimes. We just, it's, and the things, we go off so off track it. Oh, off track it. Off topic. <laughs> And I can't speak English. Neither can she. <laughs> so we, so. we do that on sports day. <laughs> we get in trouble off our producer. Yeah. We It'll be one thing well. on two. Oh, we're talking about something down I'm the street. I'm just pumped that the Titans have backed you, believed in you, and you are, you've locked in your contract. How many years? Till 2027. What? Yeah. 
How cool is that? Uh, you've got NRLW but money, girl. But oh, I, look, I'm just hoping that forwards add, you add 10 years to you. As so the salary cap goes up, you'll well, go that's up. that's what I'm doing. Now, Cam says, sticking with the copper theme, what about the miner? The miner. Uh, mm, copper what, miner. What's a miner? Oh, God. Yeah. I was about to say, what's a miner? Like a bird. <laughs> someone, who's under eight, someone who's under 18. Uh, is that a miner? No, anyway. The cop, I don't know what to call you now. And Jeff, this is I like the, Jeff. <clears throat> Jeff's good. Jeff's good. <laughs> And this is the fourth time I've tried to say goodbye to her. Yeah. But she yeah, keeps sorry, coming okay. back. <laughs> right? Are we all done cut and dusted? Cut my mic off. Okay, yeah, cut my mic off. Are we done going. And no, we're good. <laughs> Jess, we're going to get you on Sports Day yeah. over the Love summer it. if you want to come in. Um, it'd be great to have you on the show. You're as crazy as we are. We're going to go take a break on our special edition of Sports Day from Maccas at Harbour Town on the Goldie. Up next, we'll catch up with a special Queensland family who are grateful for Ronald McDonald House Charities. Plus, plenty more sports stuff to get through as well. This is Sports Day. McHappy Day is today. $2 from every Big Mac sold will go towards Ronald McDonald House Charities. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler, Brooke Hansen, and Jason Matthews on SEN. Yeah, welcome back to a very special Sports Day for McHappy Day 2023. Just got a bit of a text here from... I want to read out before we go to our special guest in a moment. Crime scene on 0457 736 736. We just, um, we just had Jess Elliston from the NRLW Gold Coast Titans team. And crime scene, I think, has um, summed her up beautifully. Love listening to Jess. What a character. She is. She has so much personality <clears throat> and I just loved her. So I, much fun. I don't think I've ever tried to wrap up an interview four times. <laughs> and I actually didn't want it to end. I just had so many more questions for her. But then when, when she worked out that I was the mum that was down at Rebel Sport getting That's my right. kids' footy boots. And she's like, because I, I remember going, oh, so what, you know, you look like an athlete. She's like, oh, I play for the Titans. Oh. And then the kids got to see you today. And I love the fact that she remembers you from Rebel Sport <laughs> and still doesn't know who Scott Sattler is. I, I, I just love that. Uh, she, she asked Scott if, she, if he was related to Brooke Sadler. <laughs> he deserves it. He deserves it. I'm sick of him walking around telling everyone about the tackle. Um, I want to get serious for a moment here about Ronald McDonald House Charities. Um, and that's why we're here today. $2 from every Big Mac sold goes to RMHC. Also uh, money from water sales. And you can buy the helping hands as well. The silly socks. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a wonderful charity because it does help out families directly. And I'm... We've got um, a special guest on the line now, Brooke, uh, Maria Martin from Mackay. Hi, Maria. Hi, how are you going? Very good. Um, we're here, obviously, at uh, Maccas at Harbourtown on the Gold Coast for our listeners in Sydney and yep. also Queensland. Now, your daughter, Stella, has been staying with Ronald McDonald House Charity on and off since 26th of January 2019. Stella suffers from complex cardiac conditions and in her first three three years she has undergone three surgeries if you don't mind could you please tell us about Stella's medical journey and how your family came about Ronald McDonald House Charities um, sorry sorry that's all right um, we we actually um, when I first she got diagnosed in utero, so we actually had to be down to, in Brisbane for the birth of her. And funny story, we tried three different accommodations to suit our family, and obviously.
been in Brisbane, it's a very hill, built up, hilly, built up area, and I was heavily pregnant at the time. Finally found Ronald McDonald House, which was a godsend because they are like literally across the road from the Queensland Children's Hospital. And I just, it was a, it's more family friendly, so our, our older children got to have like distractions of services that Ronald McDonald House provide for our family going through our, the hardest time in our, um, in our life when our child was diagnosed with a congenital heart disease. And tell us about that journey and the house itself and, and the comfort that that gave you at that, at that time. Um, it was really good to be able to be together as a family, um, being a thousand kilometres away from our support system up here in Mackay, um, being, being able to just um, go back together whilst having like a really hard day. Some days she would um, not have like catch infections and stuff like that during um, the her heart surgery, uh, uh, sorry, recovery of her, of her heart surgery. So, and we, we fly multiple times back and forth and stay at the Ronald McDonald House for specialist appointments five years later. So it's a really good service for our family to be able to, um, you know, not have to worry about money, um, have sources there like the community pantry so that we don't have to actually go and spend money on food because we're only there for a short, short time. So the um, facilities there are absolutely amazing. I can't speak any more highly of Ronald McDonald House and how they have helped our family. Yeah, we're talking about journey. it off the top of the show, Brooke and um, Maria. Like your family and and thousands of other families around Australia, what would have you done if you didn't have Ronald, Ronald McDonald House Charities? Um, we would have had to pay for accommodation um, and that comes at a huge expense to some families. Cause some, um, I know my husband at the time was casual, so we didn't have any money behind us to be able to fork out accommodation, accommodation expenses. Um, food, like living off takeaway as a lot of families do when they're in a position of hardship emotionally and financially um, staying down there and if you're not new to if you're not familiar with the location around you you don't know where anything is <laughs> so it's like yeah. really hard and then having that yeah communal space that communal pantry where you can go oh okay let, I can chuck a um, some noodles on for the kids for lunch or um, baked beans for breakfast. There's always something there for the families to just have on hand. Yeah, I was so saying earlier, Maria, I was saying earlier, Maria, how special it is to have the Ronald McDonald House, which regional families like you were able to utilise in Brisbane, but then also being in the hospital. I had a, a son that lived for nine months in the intensive care unit in hospital and the Ronald McDonald rooms were exactly like that. The, the fridges were always full yes. of food and then the noodles and the, you know, the biscuits, a cup of tea and a coffee yeah. and the, the recliner couches where you could yeah. just sit back and have a sleep or have a cry and um, to, yeah, yeah, to just yeah. have that time away from, I guess, the hospital bedside as well. So you could, I guess, yeah, get, yep. get your own thoughts together and your own energy. Can you tell us about how, how Stella's yeah. going now? Um, she's doing good. She is a cheeky little five-year-old, a lot of sass. Um, we've only just recently been diagnosed with intellectual disability on top of her cardiac condition just because of the amount of surgeries and interventions she's had in the lead up to her first three years of her life. 
But um, apart from that, she's starting prep next year and she's driving. We still have to come back and forth from Brisbane and Mackay for specialist um, appointments. Um, and hopefully in future, it becomes less and less. Um, and, and then just lastly, I'd love to hear from you, a mum that's experienced it firsthand. How important is it for communities throughout our country today to get involved with uh, today's Make Happy Day? Any amount helps, honestly. Um, I was speaking to one of the ladies there at Ronald McDonald House in South Brisbane and she said that, you know, um, uh, events like this um, will help a huge amount of families. Like, just for example, there's a level in the Ronald McDonald House where it's vacant, so that they're hoping they get enough money to help to house more families because that will be, mean like they can help 10 more families and that turns into thousands of families throughout the year. So any bit of money helps to um, for this Ronald McDonald House charity. And yeah, I've just recently gone and got my bits and put my donations forward <laughs> to help support the cause. So yeah, my, this, my family's currently sitting at the dining table now as we speak, having their Big Macs. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Good to hear. Well, we're sending Stella all our love. And Maria, thank you so much for joining us today on Mick Happy Day. It's um, wonderful to hear firsthand how the Ronald McDonald House has touched your family and, and been able to support you through a really difficult time with your daughter. No worries. Thank you for letting us share our story. Thank you, Maria. There you have it. That's the impact this charity has on families around Australia. So... Get involved. Last year, Ronald McDonald and McHappy Day uh, raised just over $4 million. So let's, and I know people are struggling at the moment, but, you know, anything helps. Anything. Anything. Any and that's the impact. You, you heard it directly. You've heard it from Brooke and the impact it had on her family over a nine-month period. And you've heard the same with, with Maria. This has been for three years now. And it's always there for her to use when she needs to travel from Mackay to Brisbane. There are, there are families that travel to Sydney around New South Wales or other families around Queensland. It's so important, Brooke. It is. And it's, it's a house where you've got a bedroom and you've got fresh sheets and you've got a fresh towel to have a hot shower at the end of the day. And it's an emotional journey being with your sick child for the whole day. But to have a house that you go back to, you don't have to think about cooking or cleaning or ordering a meal because it's all there. It's taken care of by the volunteers and days like McHappy Day where we raise as much money as we can, go straight into Ronald McDonald House, straight into helping those families of all of those babies and kids that are born sick and are constantly in hospital, overcoming infections and illnesses and having to come back for more treatment. So it's not just, you know, my nine months and and I was fortunate I didn't have to stay at the house when uh, Jack was in hospital. We could stay at our own home, but we still had the Ronald McDonald family room that we could escape to. But for all of those other regional families to go to that house and to have that time away from the hospital and not have the expense of thinking, do I have to go and, you know, get a motel or a hotel or an Airbnb and then I've got to order food. It's just so comforting to have that one spot. So get behind me, happy day. Get in there, buy your Big Mac, get your silly socks and yeah, yep. get involved. And like Maria said too, families who are travelling from long distances, landing in the city, they don't know the surrounds. No. You know, they don't know where to stay. They don't know where to go. You know, so again, 
it's wonderful for that as well. How do you support? Well, visit a McDonald's restaurant. Come and see us at Macca's at Harbour Town. Uh, there are many ways to donate two, ten, or fifty dollar helping hands. Uh, as you mentioned before, the five ninety five silly socks. Ten cents from every six hundred ml bottle of water goes directly to Ronald McDonald House Charities, and two dollars from every big Mac sold. Uh, today goes directly to Ronald McDonald House Charities. I haven't done my bit yet. I haven't done. I haven't done my max yet. No. How many today? What oh, are you doing? Please, that's a personal question. <laughs> well, you know me. I am the Big Mac girl with no bun. I am the bunless Big Mac. I'm a, I'll go and do our order soon. I love. I'll have your buns, <laughs> so to speak. Did that sound wrong? That sounded please, completely please, wrong. <laughs> please don't go to HR. We're going to preview uh, the World Cup final next. This is a special edition of Sports Day, live from Macca's at Harbertown. It's Mac Happy Day, and the team from Sports Day are living the dream from Macca's Harbertown on the GC. Dig deep and come and say hi, right here on SEM. Yeah, welcome back to it as we come to you live from Macca's at Harbertown on the Gold Coast. Hello to our listeners through 1170 SEN in Sydney. Uh, and SENQ 693 in Brisbane and 1620 on the Goldie. Jason Matthews and Brooke Hansen here with you this afternoon until one o'clock Australian Eastern Standard Time. And I've got a, I've got a bloke on the phone who's not happy with uh, us. What? I can't believe it. Dolphins player, former Titan, <laughs> former Bronco. I think he's played nearly every club in Queensland. Uh, Jared Wallace joining us now on the phone. G'day, Jay Wall. Hello. How are we? Yeah, good. good. He, he sent me a text going, I can't believe I've been ditched from McHappy Day. We had an issue, Jared. No. You and I, we ate all the I'm Big Macs in the I'm restaurant before 10 a.m. That is true. I, I did think there may have been something behind why I didn't get invited back like I did last year. But I'm also, you know, McDonald's biggest sponsor when it comes to McHappy Day. I don't mind a Big Mac, one or two. And um, look, I am trimming up, so I probably only would have had one and a half this year. And Brooks, yeah, see, Brooke doesn't eat all the food, does it? Like, we wanted to share the Max with the entire community this year. And I, I know, Brooke, um, I swear to God, we did. Didn't we have our first Mac before 10 o'clock, didn't we, Jared, one year? I think we started the show one year at 8.30 and we did have our first Big Mac at 8.30. Oh, actually, it might have been 8.25, so the, um, the, it was. the viewers didn't uh, hear us chomping away on Big Macs, yeah, so... Oh, it was so you're good. Stra- you were straight into it. See, they're not liking me because I'm I'm like the bunless Big Mac low carb girl. <laughs> How bad's that, Jared? Uh, I think we're going to axe her from the cafe day. Yeah, she's got to go. I'm coming back next year. I'm coming back. Big you are, better. mate. Oh, that's right. <laughs> hey, mate, how's it going at the Dolphins? You had a pretty good year. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Um, obviously, you know, not making finals is a bit devastating, but we did really you know, enjoy the year. I think. Wayne, after having a year off, he, it was good to be having him back. And, you know, he was as young as ever. And um, I, I gave as much energy to the old fellow as I could. But, look, I, we uh, started back on Monday and it was a really good week. They just kind of eased us into it. But um, uh, I reckon this uh, second week's going to be a little bit tougher. I've, I've heard that Wayne's got a few things in store for us that uh, we're not being told about. So I can't wait to see what he's got ready for us. Tell us about but coming that back. Wayne doesn't come back to the January, so I'm not too worried. <laughs> but tell us about that first week back. Like you said, he was going easy on you. But what does it, what does it feel like? Obviously, after a break, we all know as an as an athlete, you have the break, and then that's it's hard. It's like right game on. We're 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 right into it and um, preparing for the season ahead. 
Yeah, look, it's always a little bit nerve-wracking because the Monday, Tuesday is always, you know, testing. We had a 1.2K uh, test and then we had a thing called IFT. So the listeners, that's kind of like the beat test, but a lot harder. Um, and then, you know, Thursday, Friday, we kind of eased back into it. And then yesterday in the 34-degree heat at Redcliffe, we got absolutely smoked. So, look, they've, they've eased us into it. We're getting ready, but I'm, uh, I'm, I'm ready for the next... Because I think we've got about six and a half weeks until Christmas that we're, yeah. we're about to do, so... I think the Dolphins are going to be, uh, you know, bigger, fitter, and uh, ready to go round one. You've you've changed since you've gone to the Dolphins. I used to like Fatwell. You know, when you were at the <laughs> Titans and you had that amazing preseason where you were off the leash. What's happened? You've become boring, Jared. Oh, was... No, he hasn't. Well, mate, the, the, the banana bread and coffee was too good at Parkwood, but now Wayne sits there and has breakfast with us, so I have to be good. I don't even eat bread anymore. He's got me on the low carb diet. What? So oh, I would yeah, have he's taken on the low carb. McCaffrey day, but yeah, low carb diet. But I would have taken full advantage of McCaffrey day today. That's for sure. Yes, he's joined the bright side of the force. You both disgust <laughs> me. You know that? Seriously. Oh, I'm, I'm and, and then Jared, tell us. Look, I've had them for 15 years, and so I don't know why I'm trying to change it. But I thought maybe if I can get rid of the love handles, maybe I'll go a little bit better again. I can't wait till you retire and you become a normal bloke again. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Tell us oh, what, what else. I'd love... mean you'll be on the scales together. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll wait for the day. I'd love to know. So back training, back into it. But what else are you doing for you? What, what are you doing for your own, I guess, mindfulness and well-being no. to balance that out with uh, no. rugby league? Look, I think for me, I, I, not, I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit nervous getting back into it on the Sunday, uh, coming into the Monday training. But once we got in around the boys again and the morale was there and, um, you know, just having the, all the boys back in that, that one group, so it was really good to have them all back. Everyone's really excited. You know, obviously, last year was our first year, so now we get to kind of test the waters and really throw ourselves into it for this, um, you know, the second year. And like I said, Wayne probably took a little bit easy on us last year, so I, I'm Expecting big things from Wayne when he comes back in January. So I think it'll be really good. Right to go. Hey, mate, I've been copying uh, crap on social yeah. media uh, for comments I made the other night on Sports Day saying that the Broncos have got the best draw in the NRL again. They only travel for seven weeks out of the season. Oh, I, uh, did, I did see that. That's, that's a little bit of a stitch up, I'm not going to lie. Look, I remember when I was at the Bronx playing every Friday night, it was pretty good, but. They only travel seven times in one season. That's a bit much. It's a bit much. You think so? They are favoured by the NRL draw? Well, if you're only travelling seven, I thought it was meant to be like 50 50. You're meant to travel as much as you know you, you played at home. Isn't that right? They leave, well, they leave Queensland. They leave Queensland seven times in a whole season. And that, you know what? That makes me, that makes me real. And, and people then argue, well, well, what about the Sydney teams? You know, they don't leave Sydney that often. Well, they are playing other Sydney teams at other home grounds. Like, most of the games for the Broncos Look, you, you are at You're always going to have a problem with it, being a, you're always going to have a problem with it being a South Sydney supporter. You know, you guys always have a little bit of a silky bear stubborn every time I speak to you, that's for sure. Listen, don't try and cause trouble. You're angry because you don't have carbs anymore. Um, no, my, my issue is you've got to... You just got to start to think about the teams like the Storm and the Warriors. How magnificent are they performing when they travel basically every second week? 
And I, they, 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 yeah, look, they, I'm, they, I'm, look, I was disappointed that we didn't get to play finals, but it was really good to see the Warriors. After what they did for the NRL through that whole COVID period, um, to see them play some really good footy last year and then to get in the finals, it was good. And, you know, Sean Johnson was fantastic, so I reckon the confidence that he'll take out of um, you know, last year's uh, performance that he, you know, what, what did he get in the Dallium? Was he Dallium halfback? Dallium uh, yes. I think, yeah. uh, I yeah. think that he's going to be even better. Yeah, he's going to be even better this year. So I think the Warriors are yep. going to be another force that you know, teams have got to watch out for. Absolutely. Now, mate, listen, on to your personal life. Uh, are you a dad again, I see? Oh, yeah. I am. I, I had my little boy, what was it, the last week, the last round of uh, last year, so... Of um, he he started off a little bit slow. He was a little bit early, but I can tell you right now, he's a chunk. He, he's looking exactly like me. He looks very chunky. He's very thick. So, um, so you know, <laughs> you'll never miss him. That's for sure. <laughs> Will he be a ball playing forward like his old man? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. He'll be he'll be definitely more that you know thirteen. If I've got anything to say with it, because thirteens don't uh, you know they they obviously don't have to to run as much as a runner off the back fence. So he'll have a longer career than I will. <laughs> Radio. Well, it's been awesome you joining us today. Thanks so much. Well, not really. It has been. No, it he's low carb. He's with me no, now. He's angry. He can hear it. He sounds down <laughs> nah. in the dumps and angry because nah, he's off the carbs. Oh, yeah. Well, you're not a very grower, mate. Very. You're very yeah, angry. <laughs> Look, the thing is, I, actually, I only live at a Rundle. I'm only just up the road from Harpertown. Maybe I'll come down there and uh, grab a couple of Big Macs while you guys are still down there. Mate, next year I'll get you back on it. You'll be SEN's Hamburglar back again. All right, mate. Lovely to hear from you, and uh, good luck with pre-season training, buddy. Fins up. No, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for the chat. So, there he is, Jared Wallace. That's what you get for abusing me on the SMS. I'll get you on the radio. I can't believe he's off the carbs. Yeah, that's. I was stoked with that. You've been on my case oh, all day, and mate, Jared Wallace, love your work, mate. There's nothing wrong love with carbs. Kids, if you're in the car listening to this, take advice from Uncle Jason. Load up on the carbs. The kids, they burn it off. That's well. Their metabolism hasn't reached where we're at yet. They can just burn that off. Carbs are fine for kids. What do you mean we? We. We have to prioritise protein. That is us. Prioritise protein. Actually, I have a funny story with the, the Broncos. And well, Broncos and the Dolphins, wasn't it? So there was a bet between my 10-year-old Manly Seagulls fan and Uncle Kurt over in New York that the Dolphins wouldn't win a game over the first five rounds. Of course, they did. They Uncle, won't beat yeah. the Roosters in yep. round one. Uh, yeah. yeah, round one. And Uncle Kurt said, OK, he lost the bet. He had to wear a Dolphins suit. <laughs> a Dolphins suit. A, ma- a mascot to, suit. A mascot suit <laughs> for the whole game, not just walking oh, into. God. And it was the hottest, hottest day. As it would be. Broncos and the Dolphins and the kids just like the nieces and nephews they just thought it was gold that Uncle Kurt had flown in from New York and had to wear a dolphin oh, suit for funny. the so yeah so now we say fins up well fins Scotty up. Sattler had them finishing last last year this year oh did he that was and a lot of people did right mm. the new club building and all that yeah. sort of stuff so nah they do for any team coached by Wayne Bennett they're in with a crack. Hey, listen, we are live uh, from McHappy Day on the Gold Coast at Harbour Town. Uh, we'll be back in a moment. We're going to get a sports update, and I've got some text messages I need to read out as well. This is a very special sports day, live from McHappy Day.
it's Mac Happy Day. And the team from Sports Day are living the dream from Macca's Harbour Town on the GC. Dig deep and come and say hi, right here on SEM. Yeah, welcome back to it. Uh, Harbour Town Macca's on the Gold Coast. Yes, as you heard, for Mac Happy Day. Geez, last year, McHappy Day raised over $4 million for Ronald McDonald House Charities. I reckon we could beat that this year. I haven't even had a Big Mac yet. I am starving. Everyone's <laughs> eating around me. I know. It's cruel. Yeah. You've been stealing, I've been stealing nuggets. nuggets from the kids. and Yeah, they're into their burgers. And they, they want me to go buy socks now. So I've got to get the silly socks. Yeah, good. Five ninety five. You can buy some silly socks. Hey, listen, you've um, brought along your gold medal and silver medal from Athens. 2004. They look amazing, Brooke, by the way. It's, oh, it's just so special, the amount of people that have been able to feel the Olympic spirit, touch the medals, have a selfie with them. Gosh, they got me into every single after party at the Olympic <laughs> Games. Oh, they were definitely a VIP pass. But so the front of, them, front of them stay the same for all Olympics, but the size changes. Because I, I said to you, geez, they look smaller than they do on TV. And you were saying the ones in Tokyo were like, in Tokyo were like, Plates. To yeah, Tokyo was like a yeah, like a, a, a saucer. So saucer, you know, yeah, 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 your teacup and saucer. So they were huge. But yeah, that's twenty years next year that I'm celebrating Athens back in two thousand and four. So how old were you when you won these medals? I was I was quite old for swimming. So I was twenty six when I won the Olympic gold with the girls in the medley relay and individual silver in the one hundred meters breaststroke. But everyone who meets me thinks, oh, you went to three or four Olympics, didn't you? I was around a very I, I long time. I thought I swore you were in Sydney, but I got that wrong. Yeah, so I got, yeah, definitely got that wrong. I made my first Commonwealth Games in 1994. I was only yeah. 16, but I did miss Atlanta in 96 by a Quiet. couple one hundredths of a second. Oh. Trained another four years for Sydney, missed Sydney by 0.77. Got told I was allergic to chlorine, had a nose what? reconstruction, two sinus operations, and I was told I should never swim again, but... When I watched the Sydney 2000 Olympics, Kathy Freeman yeah. and then the boys in the 4x1 freestyle relay, when they won the gold medal, smashed the Americans like guitars. And I was like, I want that moment. Yep. I want that moment for myself. And I want that moment with the girls on the, on the swim team. But Hope this is not a stupid question. Yeah. So you're holding the gold. I'm holding the silver. I will give this back to you. But which one means more? Because this, the silver was the individual. Yeah. The gold was part of a team. Yep, the one that you're holding. Yeah, I thought it would be. For me, 22 years to stand on the Olympic podium and one of our greatest sports commentators of all time, Bruce McAvaney, yep. turned and said to Don Talbot, who was the former head coach of swimming, who was doing special comments, and he said, look at a, a golden smile, a golden reward for never giving up. It's a silver medal, yep. but it's a golden moment. And for me, I never thought in that individual event, event that I'd lost the, uh, the gold medal to Xian Lu from China, who had beaten me in the Olympic final or just beaten my teammate, Liesl Jones, by one one hundredth of a second, which, of course, is the smallest margin. Otherwise, we would have tied. I was just thrilled to be on the Olympic podium. So the silver, everyone always wants to have the photo with the gold. And yeah. I was like, yep, yeah. that's great. And, it, of course, it's great to, to win that with the girls in the relay, but to have an individual podium finish at an Olympic Games at a time when most people thought 
my time had passed me by yeah. and that I should give up and, you know, finish my journalism degree, get a real job and move forward. I, you know, I just didn't stop believing in myself. And so that, yeah, that individual silver medal, like it's everywhere. It's just come out of my handbag here at Harbour Town on Big Happy Day. And just, yeah, just, It's getting you know, passed around to the crowd. I know, that's <laughs> awesome. Uh, mate, lovely to see those and to get those stories. Uh, crime Scene's been back on the text yet. As you can imagine, he's probably one of our biggest texters on 0457 736 736. He said, I'm with you, Woogie. That's me, by the way. Mm -hmm. That's what they call me. Woogie. Yeah. I, it's a long story. Okay. Low-carb food is like life without added fun. <laughs> so yeah, there's a balance, though. Will I go with the bunless Big Mac so I can have a couple of beers this afternoon? It's all about the balance. Well... And I'm still having fun. I'm having the, I'm having the time of my life. I, I tell you what, I do both. <laughs> <laughs> Everything that you just said, I will do. I'll do all of them. So it doesn't worry. I'll I'll have my Big Macs, beers, coffee, anything. Today. Yeah. Well, Whatever. but yeah, I still want to be looking good in my bikini over summer. You don't have to worry about your bikini. Or maybe well, I'm going to wear the male version. Maybe you do. Maybe I do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other than Coley, this is from two eight zero. Of course, the 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 final on tomorrow night. Other than Coley, Australian India have shared the best individual performances. That's why we're in the final. And we have. Yes. We have. Mark's been on the text as well. Uh, we had India three for two in the previous match. If we can bat first and do the same, we will win. win we yeah. did. We had, them in, we had them in so much trouble. We had in so much trouble. I think we're a fair dinkum, very, yeah, very I'm good I'm with him. Chance. If we can bat first, that'd be, yeah, that'd be great. If we can... But first, who knows what's going to happen with the toss, though. But oh, it's a final. I don't care if it's Olympic final, it's a World Cup final, it's a World Championship final, Grand Final, whatever it is. You're in it. So, all in. You're Pl in it. Let's go for it. Let's get behind them. Plenty of people getting involved with the Olam and Bloor um, transfer. Mark in Sydney says, I think the trade with Olam and Bloor is a great swap. He has to be better than Brent Naden. Oh. Uh, Daniel from Prairiewood, who's one of our smart... Uh, Sports Day listeners, he's been on the tech. Sats Wogan Brook, uh, as a Storm fan and member, I think the proposed swap deal of Olam for Bloor is a win for Melbourne. The Storm are missing a middle four with power and leg speed to help with Big Nelson, which Bloor will provide. So a lot of Melbourne Storm fans like, and I don't know about the West Tigers fans, uh, are you loving this uh, as well? 0457 736 736. Uh, a quick sports update. We talked about it earlier, but... Honestly, for a race that's cost a billion dollars, the F1 <laughs> has started off disastrously uh, with the first practice session being cancelled after eight, uh, eight minutes after at a speed of 318 kilometres an hour, one of the, um, the, the covers for, uh, what do you call those things, um, like a water valve, mm. it cracked, got sucked up, damaged a couple of cars... Uh, lucky it didn't fly off into the crowd and, and kill someone, but they had to cancel the first practice session yesterday after eight minutes. So I went to turn it on and go, where is this thing? <laughs> and then the second one, it was delayed for two hours and ended up finishing at 4.30 a.m. Vegas time with no crowd because operationally had to boot the crowd out at 1.30 in the morning. So it was a, um, it was a disaster. Practice number two, uh, three is due to kick off in under two hours this afternoon. And don't forget that race. Um, we've got a, a, a watch party happening with the Gridwalk boys tomorrow night on SEN from 5 o'clock Australian Eastern Daylight Time. And then we go straight into the, the Cricket World Cup final, which is live on SEN as well. So it's going to be a big afternoon 
on SEN uh, tomorrow. But, so tell us about Ferrari, though. So a $1, one million Ferrari. Well, like, all the car, cars cost about a million bucks. Yeah. To put on, even higher. Higher right? than a million. But have yeah. they lost that car completely? No, so no, they'll, re, they'll rebuild it. Rebuild it. And the other, the Alpine car, or Alpine, uh, they don't call it Alpine, Alpine, yeah, that's damaged as well. Rebuild. The, the, the mechanics will work around the clock. The engineers will work around the clock. And then drivers, everyone's okay? Yeah, everyone's fine, yeah. but... Um, it's just caused chaos. It, and it did because later on, all the water on the track yep. in practice session number two was causing havoc. So it's an apps And again, this is the first time in 40 years <laughs> that the Formula One has gone back to Vegas. And you can imagine there's a lot of hype around it, Brooke. It's a dominating talk, but it's so far a disaster. And I can tell you, I, I follow a few pages in, in Vegas, and Steve, our tech, agrees with this. Ticket sales have been poor. Um, the locals aren't massive fans of it because it's very disruptive. Mm-hmm. And you, you imagine most of Vegas work on the Strip, right? Yeah. So that's all been impacted. So uh, costs for hotels have plummeted. Some hotels have got rooms for under $200 a night now. Ticket sales for the event have been poor. So ticket sales have, 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 have fallen as well to try and get people to go there as well. It hasn't been well received locally. I thought I thought that people would get on board and go. Yep, it's Vegas. There's many reasons. Oh, to, a lot of people to, will travel to, to Vegas, no Vegas doubt. But and, yeah, and so go, mm. they'll sort it out. Yeah, they'll have to put extra concrete. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they put those little cones around <laughs> those kind of water valves now, <laughs> and they've got to drive around them. Oh, a bit of a detour. That's what I would do if I was running the joint. Right, that's what I'd do. So Just a few Big Macs. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> a few Big Macs are around, That's what I would around do, each yeah. water valve. Hey, we're going to get to a break. We're going to wrap up our outside broadcast from Maccas at Harbour Town on the Gold Coast next. This is a special edition of Sports Day. It's Mac Happy Day, and the team from Sports Day are living the dream from Maccas Harbour Town on the GC. Dig deep and come and say hi, right here on SEM. Well, it's the team from Sports, well, one of us, me, Sats has buggered off, and our very special guest who brings credibility to the program, <laughs> Brooke Hansen. Uh, mate, we're done and dusted, basically. It's, it's time to have a Big Mac and, oh, su- yeah, support yes. me happy day. It has been so good to be part of the SEN team. I've got Thank to you do, for I've coming. I've got to do a shout-out. Yep. It is the AFL draft, of course, on Monday, and we've got three boys down at the Palm Beach Lions that Have you? are looking at possibly even being potentially draft pick number one. So all the best to Jed Walter, to Will Graham, and to Ethan Reid. It's going to be a great night on Monday night at the Palm Beach Lions. If you're in the area, make sure you don't palm me 5.30 p.m. They're going to go live there. And you'll hear that draft live on SEN as well on a Monday night. Uh, uh, along with, coming up, we've got live coverage tonight, the Bullets versus Wildcats from 6.30 Australian Eastern Standard Time. Tomorrow, the big one, special grid walk party from 5 p.m. for the F1, straight into the ICC ODI World Cup final on SEN. Uh, that coverage starts from 6 o'clock Australian Eastern Standard Time. Brooke, thank you. Make sure you support Mac Happy Day. We'll catch you for Sports Day Monday night.